Are you finding it even harder to disconnect from work now that you are working from home? Stay tuned for some ideas and strategies on how to have truly rejuvenating free time. Hi, Shannon Waller here and welcome to Team Success. Today we're going to talk about taking some time off, which during our current kind of strange time that we're in with the COVID-19 pandemic, and where a lot of us are working either socially distancing or we're working from home, the distinction between work and home is no longer, especially if you are in your house, unless you have a separate place to go to. So that difference between when you're on and when you're off, and when you are focused and producing and productive and getting stuff done versus when you're stopping and rejuvenating, that boundary line, which may have been blurry before is now probably super blurry. So one of the things that we know at Strategic Coach is that when people stop and they take what we call a free day, which is 24 hours midnight to midnight during which you do absolutely no work, I know that sounds like a strange concept. What happens is that it's not only a nice to have because you get to rejuvenate, replenish your energy, reconnect with other people, reconnect with yourself, which is usually pretty pivotal, but really you get to re-energize. Rejuvenate actually means to make oneself young again. (laughs) Raise your hand if you sign up for that. So when we give ourselves time to rejuvenate, we actually come back to our work, whatever it is, more refreshed. Our brain does an enormous amount of processing kind of in the background. And when you come back to work, you actually come back with new thoughts. Certain things have integrated and come together and sorted themselves out when you weren't focusing on it. So if you think that if all of your great ideas come because you're focusing on it all the time, well, you probably know that that actually isn't true. Sometimes our best ideas, people talk about having ideas in the shower or when they go for a walk or after a long run, you know, all of a sudden that thing that was in the back of your brain comes to the front. Or when you wake up in the morning, that thing you were stressed about yesterday, all of a sudden the solution emerges. So really giving our minds a chance to disconnect from that, you know, very prefrontal cortex, kind of focused working brain, and actually just letting it chill, giving a little bit of free time. It's like recharging your battery. And same as your phone can't go too long without being plugged in, you actually can't either. So recharging your battery, good way to think about it in our techie world that we live in, is really essential, especially when most of us are on a fairly steep learning curve to how to run our businesses differently. For essential businesses, you might be swamped and busier than you've ever been. You're having to learn new probably hygiene protocols. You're maybe coming up with new products. If you're a business that's in the other end of the spectrum, you might be figuring out how can you all work virtually and work from home. Other places are, okay, how can you even maintain your business given that, especially if you're a restaurant or something where it involves people actually physically gathering, you know, how can you keep the lights on? So we can kind of go into this hyperdrive, hyperfocus mode, but frankly, you will need a break. There's a friend of mine who I'm very fond of. You'll meet him in a future podcast soon. He hasn't started Strategic Coach yet. I talked to him yesterday. I'm like, dude, do you need a free day? Because I know he's working Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. He just isn't stopping. I know because I see him everywhere on Facebook and his podcast and his Facebook group. So it's like, oh my gosh, I got to get you some free days. So really important to take some time off so that you can be actually at your best. And if you're starting to get crunchy, if you're starting to get reactive, then you'll know that this is the time when you actually need some free days. So now that we've articulated what the situation is, I want to make sure I give you some solutions and strategies that you may or may not have thought of. I know what works for me. And also I've been 
able to pick up a lot of really great tips from our clientele here at Strategic Coach, but I wanted to share those with you because one of the things that actually became really clear to me, and I don't know if you're all like me, is that I need more hobbies. Now, this is not the first time in my life where I've had this insight. I've been known to work a lot. <laughs> I have a lot of energy for work. And even in you know this career, previous career, so working is something I do well. I have a lot of energy for it. You know, you name it kind of how I'm wired. So again, this is not the first time this has happened to me <laughs> in my lifetime. But one of the things that I've been really clear on is that, oh my gosh, I need to find some more fun things to do. And I've got a new eating program. Baking used to be one of my hobbies. I'm a decent baker. I was taught by my Nana when I was three. Chocolate chip cookies, banana bread, brownies, cakes, you name it. Love it. But I've stopped eating carbs and sugar. <laughs> so baking really isn't as much fun anymore. And I kind of need to find a new hobby. Cooking has not filled in the gaps, let me tell you. So I realized I need to find some new fun things to do. I'd love to read, going for walks, but there's only so much you can do of those two things. So one of the things that I did while I was scrolling through social media, as some of us are doing, is I signed up for a Udemy.com course called Piano for All. And I've taken two lessons, and I can play four chords and four notes. I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> I can play like four seconds of music. It's great. I can do chords C, A, F, and G. And for those of you that are pianists, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like the most basic of basic things. But I've had a keyboard for probably a dozen years. And I've lent it out, but I haven't been the one to actually use it. So that's one of my new things that I need to focus on spending more time on, but at least I've set up the environment so I could do that. So that's kind of a fun thing. I know people that have had a guitar or a trombone or other musical instruments and they've like just gone, oh yeah. And by the way, one of the tricks, and this comes from Ben Hardy in his book, Willpower Doesn't Work, is that you want to actually create, and James Clear too, we're talking about habits. You want to put things in your environment. You want to structure your environment so that it works for you. So if you want to play guitar, guess what? Put on a guitar stand in your living room. When you're sitting watching TV, you can pick up your guitar. You know, that's kind of what works. So make sure it literally is in your way. You want to trip over this thing. If we have habits that are not rejuvenating for us, you want to put those rejuvenating habits kind of like front and center to get your attention is really kind of a fun thing to do. But one of the other key points, even before we get to what you're doing, is to make sure that you have some kind of a delineation between your workspace and your living space. And it can be mobile. One of our clients shared that he's got a standing desk in his office, and during his workday, he wheels it out, plugs it into his big screen TV so he can do his work. Five o'clock, he wheels his standing desk back to his home office and closes the door. Work is done for the day. I've converted an extra bedroom into my workspace. Not totally tidy. The part you could see on Zoom is lovely. The rest of it, not so much. But, you know, I've converted a space where I can literally close the door. And now, given how many hours I've spent in front of my laptop, I pretty much don't want to go grab my laptop when I'm done. I'm kind of like, okay, I'm done. Love you, but I'm done with you. And I put it away. So I will use another device. I'll use an iPad or an iPhone if I want to watch something. But I actually, my laptop is one of those things I don't want to deal with on my free time. So really making sure you've got a space or that you can at least tuck it away into a closet. You know, if it's open and your papers are out all the time, it's going to catch your eye. And so this is really about framing your focus so that you can focus on what you want to. If your work is front and center, that's what you're going to see and that's where your brain's going to go. You want to protect your brain. Same way that on your phone, turn off your notifications. Have your email on the second page of your phone. 
And again, turn notifications off. <laughs> so I'm going to be doing an interview, which I'm very excited about, with Nir Al, who wrote two great books, one called Hooked, which is how to get people hooked on your products. And then he wrote Indistractable, which is how you reclaim your attention that has been hooked on other products, including your phone. So he is an expert about how to focus your attention, what to do and what not to do, and really managing your phone. He has way more tips and techniques than I would ever be able to implement. But certainly, you need to be conscious about this, or you may have set yourself up to be super distractible and, frankly, working all the time. So setting up your environment, which means your physical space, it also means your <laughs> I'm talking about the home screen on your phone is another physical environment to pay attention to. So you really want to make sure that you are protecting yourself so that you can take time to detach. If you're not clear on your why to take time off, you won't. Let me just state, if you don't have anything else interesting to do, work is the most fun thing to do. So why wouldn't you do that? So the point is to find some other fun things because you will be better, more creative, and much more productive, and probably, frankly, a lot more fun to work with when you are rested and rejuvenated. Tired people tend to get grumpy. Their communication goes down. Their ability to communicate goes down, especially to listen to new ideas. And if you don't know that you're getting crunchy, other people will. So I say this with love because this has also been me, so I'm not trying to be judgmental. It's just more of a reality. We need a break and we can come back refreshed and offer our best self to everyone else. So that's what I think all of us are kind of who we need to be in this crazy COVID time. And this is kind of my coaching to help you do that. So let's talk for a moment about some fun things if you haven't discover them yet for yourself. So we've talked about having boundaries in your home space. We've talked about wheeling your computer around, if that's something that you can do. One of the things I've been coaching some friends of mine who have been feeling very cooped up is to go for a drive. You don't need to get out of the car. Gas is cheap. Wear gloves. You know, do whatever. But just physically, the change of environment can be phenomenal for people having you just stop going stir crazy. Even if you don't get out of your car anywhere, just going for a drive and seeing something different and Frankly, being in motion and going faster than my walking pace, I find quite, <laughs> quite rejuvenating. I'm not a big TV watcher, but I've been watching some movies with my daughter, which has been lovely. Hobbies. So as I've been talking about, you know, a lot of fun. We had a great conversation with a bunch of clients yesterday. We were talking about free day activities. And some people are like, they're having three meals a day with their family. That never happens. Or having dinner every night. Although one of my clients is like, she goes, oh, cooking for adult children again. And I should have messaged her back. Um, they should be cooking for you at this point. <laughs> so that's another one. A lot of you are figuring out how not to kill your plants, you know, and gardening has maybe taken up a new part of your brain. You've got time for it. I don't have to commute, which is lovely. I know one person who Marie Kondoed his whole house and enrolled his wife and daughter into it too. I think at this point he says he's got 30 bags in the garage waiting to go when that's allowed again. So this went and stripped out anything they didn't love that didn't spark joy, to use her terms, is gone out of their house, which, by the way, takes a lot of work. Great Netflix series if you want to watch it. Marie Kondo's book is called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. But the point is when you're done, you are surrounded by things that you love. And that's actually kind of a profound way to live. So there's an opportunity. There's more home time for a lot of people with which to do this. Other people are doing some renovations. All those TV shows that you never made time for, you can now do that. I know some other people are really picking up their athletic activities. As my husband and I go for walks around our neighborhood, he goes, there's an awful lot of new joggers out here, <laughs> which I think is true. <laughs> but if you want to pick up a yoga practice, one of our clients, his name is Bill, was great. He said, you know, I've always struggled with free days. 
not working is just weird to me. And he's just undergone some weight loss. And now he's really picked up cycling as being his hobby and he's killing it. Like he's doing, you know, hundreds of miles a week. And, you know, Sundays is his big day. So he's going out during the week, but then Sunday is the day where he's devoted to it. So really fun to see what people are doing and running is another one. I think he went for 18 miles. He went nine miles out from his house and then had to figure out how to get home. <laughs> he said he walked part of that, but, but it was kind of a fun thing. So, you know, cycling, running, yoga, weightlifting, whatever your jam is, I think it's a great time to refocus on yourself. And again, the reason for that is not only will you be hopefully a happier, more rested, rejuvenated human, but also if you want to contribute the absolute best back to your company, to your team, and to your own productivity and creativity during these times, free time is even more important. And rested people are healthier. It supports your immune system. Being outside, sunlight kills COVID. So just taking care of yourself in this moment is actually one of the best things that you can do. Obviously, in addition to the hygiene things that we're all need to be doing, but just making sure that you are rested and rejuvenated to not let that go out the window. Very tempting when there's so many other things you could be doing work-wise, but just really make sure that you take time to disconnect so that you can be your best self when you come back. So I hope this has inspired you to actually take at least one day, full day, a week off and make sure you give that grace to other people on your team as well if you're in the leadership role, but we know how much better it makes all of us. And so work hard, play hard is a little bit of our motto here at Coach and wanted to share that with you too, but making sure that you take time to play, super, super important, especially now. All right. Hopefully this is useful for you. It's been great talking about free time. It's one of my favorite topics since travel's off my list. I have to find some new things to do. So I'd love to hear any comments or questions that you have at questions at strategiccoach.com. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, here's to your team success. Mm-hmm.